this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. friend welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name's kevin Kraft, joined by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is jacking his boner off with a hollowed out cantaloupe that's jeff clark hey what's up and beaming to us from limbo the bearded booger eating sinner known as shuddy boy Yo. Brat, brat. So, first things first, Jeff, why are you bald? Jeff's bald. Yeah, you'll see that. In... He's got like a millimeter of hair. The next snack attack. So I switched up. I didn't switch up like officially, but I went to a different barber. I usually go to the same kid or guy. He's been a friend of mine for years since he was a kid, actually. And... Uh, I have, haven't been able to connect with him because of my like crazy work schedule and and just really a conflict in his schedule. And I needed a haircut. My shit was getting just ugly and ratty. So I went to the barber shop down the street uh, to the guys that actually cut my brother's hair. Cool dudes, I like them. Um, and I gave them pretty simple instructions, like pretty much the same hairdo you've seen me with for the past. I don't know. They've been out there for like four years, five years. It's like a two on the sides and the back and then fading and up top give and me then, the jeff clark yeah pretty much this motherfucker hits me with the clippers up top and it's like oh, okay all right i guess we're done with that <laughs> just like he just shaved my head <laughs> 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 and uh he was like oh is this is what you wanted right it's like yeah dude yeah i mean i didn't say i didn't even say i was like yeah this, this is good thanks and just <laughs> Went home disappointed and learned a lesson. This is why I... I yep, that's right. You heard me right. I said, make me bald. A, bar- yeah, a barber is, like, very important to me. I've always, I've always like, maintained the same barber and just made appointments with that barber. Um, you know, that, that's, like, just kind of one of my things. I don't... Like, I was grilling you or, uh, I don't know, whatever, riffing with you when you were talking about getting your hair cut at just some, I don't know, random spot. And not a super cuts, but it, was it, like, uh, a Floyd's? The- from the lady from Clerks? Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you just, it was a walk-in situation. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. I've, I've gotten my hair cut. I actually just got my hair cut there over the weekend. Um, you went but, back to her? Or did well, she you wasn't, get somebody else? She wasn't there. But I've, I've, my last five haircuts have been at this place, and I've only gotten my hair cut by Marilyn once. I've only seen her there once. But uh, I kind of get what you're saying. Like, I feel like sometimes I have the same problem. Like, I go into a place to get my hair cut, I tell them what they want, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and then they do something completely different. I'm just like, "Oh, all right, yeah, fuck me." But you have. I've had- been going to the same dude for years. Like it was, I bounced around a lot, trying to find the right barber, and uh, then I did. I walked into one of those, you know, they're now hipster, like legit barber shops. Uh, and he had the same haircut I was looking for, and it just—it's it, been very easy now. I just go into them. And he's like the usual. I was like, "Yep," and he goes, "All right." And then 
Make me look like, like you. No, it wasn't like that. Like, I had already had the haircut. I just didn't like how I was getting it from other barbers. Yeah. There's something uh, very relieving about just having your barber and him. Like, you know he knows what you want, and you, it's just a simple thing. It's just like yeah. a monthly check-in. I was going yep. to this dude, and it was pricey. Because Tully, because, like, I, I don't know. I always had, like, the same goofy haircut, and Ellis and Tully were like, you, you got to have to... You gotta look like a fucking big boy. You need to go and get a grown-up haircut. Knock this kitty shit off. Go get a fucking grown-up's haircut. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. One more time. Tolly and who said that? Ellis. What? That sounds... That's, that, I feel like you've always had a normal haircut. When did this happen? Um, I mean, this was a while ago. Before I knew you. No, because I, I used to just... My hair was just kind of like... I don't know. I would go for like the Bart Simpson or something, just like spike my hair or some shit. Hmm. I I did have some whack haircuts in there, and I was like, all right, well, look, I I I'm not gonna argue or push back with you guys. I don't know anything about fashion. I fucking wear jeans and a t-shirt. Any if I try and stray anything away from that, I look r- ridiculous. So yeah. I'm open to suggestions. And, yeah, and Tully was just like, go see my guy. He's like, it's a little pricey, but it's, it's gonna be. He'll make you look sick. Tully's got a five dollar haircut. You'll have a, you'll have a, uh, uh, you know, you'll look like a grown up, and chicks will see your hair and be like, "Oh, this is a dude who knows what's up and takes care of himself." So I'm I went suck to suck his guy. dick through his pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't even unzip. So I go to this dude, and I was just like, "I don't know what the uh, what the fuck to do with my head. I got really shitty hair. My hair is super fine, so it looks like I'm balding. My hair doesn't fucking cooperate with anything." And I look like a jerk-off no matter what I do. So, ball's in your court. Can you give me some dreads? Yeah, he's a black dude. He probably wouldn't have given me the dreads. <laughs> oh, all right. But he, so How much is a pricey haircut? This, at the time, was 50 It was 50 bucks for the cut, and I was just like, all right, that's pretty steep, but I'll, I'll go for it. And, and the haircut he gave me was sick. That was like when I first started doing the whole side part thing. Like I, he, I he think gave that's me the fucking criminal. Fifty dollars. Well, it just kept going up. Like I kept going back to him, and then the price kept going up, and it got to a point where I was just like, "Man, I can't do this anymore." Did the barber shop have anything like cool about it? I mean, it was cool looking. It was like old school looking. See, the barber shops that I would go to in Long Beach, and my one guy, my my original barber before I moved to New Orleans. I told you guys about this dude on the podcast before, but he worked at a few different locations in Long Beach. And then when he ended up buying his own in in Long Beach, I just stuck with him and went to it. But all the places that he went to, and a lot of them in Long Beach, they have like kegs and they have beers and they have like whiskey. And they'll be like, if you're waiting, if you come in and wait for a haircut, they'll be like, hey, you want a beer? And you just like grab a beer or get like make yourself a mixed drink. Like it's yeah, my pretty my sick. barber they have beer on tap, and you can also bring in a bottle of whiskey, and they'll label it and put it on the shelf for you and keep a cup for you. Yeah, dude. So that when you're telling me you're paying like fifty dollars a haircut, like I would expect they have something like that going on. But no. How much do you pay for a haircut, Jeff? Me, I like twenty twenty five bucks. Damn. All right, mine with a beard trim is thirty two. The nicer places that do this now in Long Beach. See, all right, so the the haircut that I usually get is through my buddy, and he just, like, will come over to my, my apartment. 
Um, okay. But I'll go to, he also works at a Floyd's and like he gets me the employee discount. So it's usually still like 2025, but all these places I'm Is talking Floyd's about anywhere outside of California or LA. I, I don't know. I guess I didn't even think about it. It's like a, so it's like me with the Cooper sharp cheese in the Easter egg. Have you it ever heard be. of Floyd's or been to one or seen one, Chuddy? No. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe it is. I, I didn't even think about that. Actually. Like when you go in there, there's just like Rolling Stones covers and like cutouts of like Marilyn Manson and Christina Aguilera all over the place. I don't hate it. And all I the people there have like there pink, pink is... hair and shit. <laughs> there is one. No, that can't. <laughs> Dude, all the places in Long, all the places in Long Beach <laughs> that I used to go to. I told you guys this before, but the the dudes, the barbers, were tatted up to the eyeballs. It was like Jason Ellis like level of tats cutting her hair. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? When they gave sick haircuts, but it was just crazy. I I, um, I went to I, the worst haircut of my life was from Floyd's that I ever got. <laughs> like I I went in there and it had been like a couple months since I had gotten my haircut, so like you know I had like the like I, I almost looked like I was Hasidim. Like I had my sideburns, the payloads or whatever they're the called. The paylays, yeah, I forget what they're called. Payloads. Yes, there are Floyd's in Pennsylvania. There's one that's not far from me. Oh no, but shit. but I haven't heard of it, and it's, <coughs> yeah. This fucking guy sent me home with one of my payloads uncut. Like I had. What do you think that is? Was he like just? He's just was he st- fucked up? Was I think he, he was just stupid? I think. You he think was it was like very... his first day? It was either his first day or he's very, very bad at his job. Or maybe he was distracted by something. I don't know. But either way, it was it was so insane. I went back to the expensive guy after I vowed I was done. I couldn't afford those haircuts anymore. So I paid for a Floyd's haircut and then went back to expensive guy on top of it. And I sat down. He's like, so what are we doing today? I'm like, I tried to save a few bucks and I went to Floyd's. You got to fix me. And he takes his scissors and comb out and he looks at my head. And he goes, holy fuck, what did they do to you? Man. See, I have the the issue I was having is I have two pretty gnarly cowlicks uh that no one ever seemed to be able to cut right. You should just wax them out. And now but I I mean sand them down. <laughs> now Paul has it Paul knows how to cut them, cut around them. So they're not an issue. Are you talking about your are you talking about your barber? Are you going yes. by first names now? <laughs> oh, it's yes, like, oh, all right. Yeah. I have two cowlicks. Well, Blake comes over one, and takes care of my hair. One's on the back of my head and the other one's on my taint. <laughs> first name, like, it's fucking... He gets them both. A high school girl no, talking I about her boyfriend. Get them both. the one on the crown of my head that's really bad. And then I have one up front at my hairline. So... Long story short, this isn't on purpose. I'm I'm pretty disappointed, but do you like it? No, I don't like it. <laughs> Actually, like I'm editing my my latest snack attack, and didn't look horrible, Do, or doesn't look horrible. But yeah, like, it doesn't look every bad. now and then when I see it in the mirror, it's like fuck, man, this sucks. The thing is, like, did you leave a negative review or will you? No, like he's like the guy's my neighbor. Like I'm okay. Yeah, you know, like I I like him. I don't know. And actually, when my buddy, because my 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 buddy was a barber, uh, moved to New Jersey for like a summer, and I so I had to get a different a different guy. So I just went I went to the guys down the the street who I yikes. Well, he'll he'll be back. Well, no, he is back. Um, and I got I've gotten one haircut from this guy before, and he did did fine. 
and this time I don't know. I don't know. I was just having an off day, or I think like. Have you pissed him off recently? No, dude. The only time I've talked to him in like three years, I've talked to him twice. It was the first haircut and the second haircut. His boss, I talked to more often than him. But again, I haven't been in Long Beach for you know a few years, so I haven't seen him. But Jeff, I'm just trying to find a reason that he raped your head like that. <laughs> what what I think my 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 I guess uh my my theory on it is that he wanted to use clippers to cut my hair and thought he could like, you know, do it like that. Thought he had the skill. Yeah. And then accidentally like fucked up and then and just like, was like, "All right, whatever." This is what you wanted, right? Yeah. He just gaslighted you. Um um could you just uh, you know, Clean the sides up a little bit. Maybe go uh, a two on the sides, fade up, and just a, a little bit off the top. Got it. Shave your head. I mean, he. Yeah, I don't. I can't really explain it. I don't. There's no beef. There's no animosity. I have no idea why he would do that. And like, if I said anything like, "Hey, dude, why did you shave my head?" His boss would have fucking reamed him, like in front of me. He would have been pissed because, like, like. I went to this guy first, right? When he first opened his shop on the corner and Fourth Street in Long Beach. And then I put him I put my brothers on him. I, I think I told someone else in Long Beach him. So I've given this guy business. So like he's like like he remembers my name and shit. Like he, he gets all excited whenever he sees me. Like if he knew that like I was bent out of shape by my haircut, like he would he'd be very unhappy with this dude. Like not like saying he would fire him and I So why want didn't him to. he cut your hair? If he's Be- that worried about it. Because because they I was in a rush and the, this is annoying the, this is why I ultimately never went with these guys is because the way this dude runs his barbershop, it's only two chairs and it's walk in only. He does no appointments. Oh damn. So, so I walked in there the other day, it was my one day off. I only had one day off this past, this past week. It was my one day off and I just, you know, sat in line and um, that guy who, who, who gave me the haircut, his, his, uh, his employee or whatever, um, was the first one available. So I just took him and he gave me a haircut before and it was, it was good. Well, Can't me. win them all. It grows back, Jeff. Yeah. Well, it gives you a chance to do something new next time, grow it out and then try something different. Oh, uh, I think this time I want some dreadlocks, man. Bumblecloud. <laughs> No, maybe I, do a do a prodigy style thing with the the split mohawk. Oh yeah, be a fire starter. I don't have enough like, I don't know. I don't have enough, good enough hair to really do anything with it anymore. I feel like those days are past. I'm just happy that I can bank on it coming back. You just happy you still have hair? Yeah. I mean, it's is your dad bald? It's I feel thin. like he was wearing a hat when he came out when I met him. No, my father has shaved his head since I think he was thirty. Oh, or since he was, but he's not bald, right? I think at this point, like most of this would be gone. Right? Like, Do right you think here? that's gonna happen to you? Yeah, probably. Like, my, I know my hair is thinning, and it's gonna get pretty lame. I would say sometime in my early forties would be my guess. See, luckily, all the men in my family, like, on all branches, have just full heads of hair. Nice. I think the bummer is I'm just going to inherit all of the uh, heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to go down with... 
your haircut, you're gonna have, or your heart attack, you'll at least have a sick haircut. Yeah. All the other lady corpses in the cemetery are gonna want to bang my corpse. Hey. Say, uh, segwaying real quick. I want to just touch on the coronavirus. I huge fan, big fan of the coronavirus. Huge moment in my life happened today. I don't know that moment, but a nice little break for me. Uh, work announced that that we're going to be working from home for the next two weeks because of concerns with the coronavirus. Uh, so everyone at TikTok will be working from home, and I'm pumped. It's going to save me like three and a half to four hours a day commuting. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, you have a two-hour commute each way? I have. Okay, so if I go home directly after work, it's like two hours and 15, two hours and 30. And then the way there is like 215, 230. Or excuse me, 115, That's terrible. Yeah. It's real bad. And it's like 30 miles. So it's pretty much just a parking lot on the 405. I take three different freeways to get to work in the morning. Like... I have to do, I have to do the 405 to the 10 to the 105 to back to the 405. That's how terrible the 405 is. Like, hey, take these two other freeways kind of out of the way and then circle back and get on the 405 because that'll save you more time than just being on the 405. Man, the 405 is a nightmare. And like every now and then you'll hear like Canadians and I know the, or not Canadians, Californians, excuse me. And I know there's like an SNL skit called Californians and they rip on them just like complaining or always talking about the 405 but it is absolutely like i don't know worth the hype but it's it it needs I've to be discussed it. it's, it's terrible terrible yeah dude like i can't it is really one of the, one of my least favorite places to be like wednesday at i mean i've driven in new york <sighs> city and it doesn't bother me but that highway system out there is fucked see new york city isn't very big so it's not that bad when you're sitting in New York traffic. Like, the traffic sucks ass. You just... Actually, you know what? When I used to work for Howard and had to produce the Riley Martin show, I had to drive the Howard 100 news van out of the city into Jersey. And sometimes just going from, like, Rockefeller Center to the Lincoln Tunnel was just an ass reaming. For sure. So, I guess, yeah, it does get pretty... It gets horrible there, too. I mean, yeah. For but the thing is, City, yeah. in that traffic, once you're in it, you're in it. And it's that's what you're doing. I experienced driving that you're in it. And then, I mean, this was going towards your, your spot, Jeff, like Long Beach. That it's a dead stop. And then it's 80 miles an hour for three quarters of a mile. And then it's a dead stop again. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Like New York it. traffic, it's just traffic. You're that's you're moving at a snail's pace from the minute you get in it till the minute you get to your destination. At least I don't know. Like, kind of, you're alluding to or just saying, like New York traffic is just more understandable. Like the way the roads and the systems set up, and obviously how many people are there. L.A. is just a lot. It's a lot more frustrating because you'll be bumper to bumper in like seven lanes. Just like you gotta uh, be kidding. No, they're me. here. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, I want to get it out of the way before I forget. This Friday, if you're in Los Angeles, Friday, you should come to Golden Apple Comics on Melrose and La Brea. They are holding a farewell party for Seek. See, that's how we all met Seek. I met Seek 
just from going to Gold Apple every week to get my comics. And then when we did our hundredth episode from Golden Apple Comics, Seek became a part of the the Puminati family by ushering Seek in became part of Puminati lore. Yeah, he got Shuddy Boy the ramen powder he snorted. What's better? Off the table, the display case at Golden Apple. Is uh, lore or family better? Lore sounds a little bit more epic. Yeah, it fits MSPH branding more, I would say. Yeah. So, um, Seek worked there for a while, and uh, they're they're throwing him a big a big going away party. So uh, it starts at five. You know, the the Jay Snella show ends at five. So obviously, I'm not going to be able to get there right away. I'll probably be there sometime between six fifteen and six thirty ish. But or it goes p.m. depending on traffic. Well, luckily, it's uh, walkable from the office. So I'll be chilling, but, uh, sounds like when I'll be getting there. Yeah. It goes, it goes until whenever they just have bar closes. Yeah, pretty much. It says 5 PM until question mark, question mark, question mark. So everybody in Los Angeles, Puminati come out and uh, party with us. Hang with seek, say your goodbyes. What kind of partying is it going to be? We're doing ramen blow all over the counters. Yeah. Um, they've hired hookers. I mean, is there going to be booze and stuff is what I'm asking. Like, are they closing the shop? No, no, no. There's not going to be booze. I doubt those virgins are getting alcohol. There'll be snacks. There's not going to be any blow or anything. I mean, if you want to bring some. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for some party drugs. I'm not going to tell anybody. What do you got in mind? Yeah, maybe I'll eat a little molly before I roll up and just be the weirdo in the corner, corner rocking back and forth. Uh, Shuddy, didn't you have something? Yeah, uh, to piggyback off of Jeff's coronavirus, um, uh, Michaela was supposed to come home on Friday for spring break from Monmouth. And today there was a mass panic because a child at Monmouth reported to the health center with flu-like symptoms. They rushed him to uh, Monmouth Medical Center with hazmat, like hazmat, like he was COVID. And they canceled classes for the rest of the week and sent emails saying, go home now. Uh, And then this evening, uh, it was... uh, Confirmed that the child just had normal, regular old flu. So they canceled classes for a week for nothing. It's like the viral snow day. Yeah. I I um I just booked a trip to New Orleans, and my ticket, my flight was dirt fucking cheap. Are you going for work? No. We're taking, oh, we're taking some your, time off in a couple your... of months. So I, I booked it, wanted to book it ahead of time, and holy shit, flights are cheap. Yeah, I just bought plane tickets back to New York. It was $200 round trip. Yeah, that's about what mine was to New Orleans. And I, sick. I travel so much with work. Like, the way it works is I buy my plane ticket and hotel and then submit receipts and get reimbursed. So I just rack up all these fucking points and miles and stuff. 
So it was 200 bucks, but I just used credit card points and like it barely even made a dent in them. That's awesome. So yeah. you pretty much got a free flight. You did get a free flight. I, and, and I also just got approved for my Comic-Con press pass nice, for bro. this year. And the the point man at the company was like, I was thinking about going this year, but Jesus, I don't know with all this virus shit going on. Do you think they're going to cancel it? And I'm like, I don't know, because uh, they postponed. I don't think they canceled it, but they postponed Emerald City Comic-Con, I believe. They Until pushed the it. summer. Yeah, and that's when Comic-Con is. Comic-Con's in July. But they've been talking about shit like they've been talking about um, possibly canceling the Olympics in Japan or just getting rid of all spectators and holding the sports and the, all the events. They were the talking arenas. about doing that for the uh, NCAA tournament. I'm... Oh, man. I'm going to start getting angry. So they stopped Italian. They um, suspended Italian soccer until April 9th. Um, they locked down the whole country, I guess. Yeah. I think the hysteria that the media, the politicians, television, our institutions have whipped up over the coronavirus is a fucking disgrace. And it, and it, it almost like foreshadows like a dystopia. Like, like this is, this is. The fall of society. This is how this shit happens. When you start locking down things... Isn't the fall of society when there's a deadly disease going around, you don't take any precautions? I don't think you should be suspending... Um, I don't think you should be suspending like work or suspending... Whatchamacallit? Uh, events... Things that people are, are, are trying to, I don't know, use for their spare time, for things that they enjoy. They shouldn't be shutting down and stopping things that people enjoy because there's a sickness. There, I don't even know what to fucking call it. It's a The it's uh, a NHL flu, whatever. has I, barred reporters from the locker rooms for the rest of the season. Right. Like it's just, I don't know, it feels like a way... To like get more control in society, like over over humanity, like it it feels icky, like like it affects a, such a small percentage of of the population, and all this conversation about it, the importance that has been levied on uh, on coronavirus, I don't know, it, it See, weirds me out. I'm not sweating it like crazy. I am washing my hands more. I've got fucking hand sanitizer, so if I'm, like, touching doorknobs and shit, I'll sanitize my hands and stuff. But, like, I don't know. Like, I'm still... Like, if Comic-Con is going on, I'm going to it. I just booked a fucking vacation. I'm still flying and stuff. Like, obviously, I'm not so fearful that I'm canceling all plans and just locking myself in my apartment. I do trust that when the CDC and the people whose job it is to monitor viruses and try and keep people safe by instituting precautions and stuff. I feel like that's worth listening to. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like this Corona. Remember when we were calling it the woohoo virus? Like, I think we started talking about it on the Patreon show a while ago. We were just like, Oh, Oh, I got woohoo. Got the woohoo virus. Like this shit usually passes so quick. Like, I feel like you talk about Ebola for a couple of weeks and it's over. You talk about swine flu for a couple of weeks and it's over. This just keeps Psycho. slowly growing. 
Like usually this stuff, there's hysteria, it peaks, it goes away. It is. This is just slowly building. It's not getting better. It's still somehow getting worse. It is slowly building. Very slowly. Very, very, so very, that, very that, slowly. Very, very. Isn't that the kind of thinking you want, though? No. Like, I've, don't you want... I think I've... I don't know. I've people. I think it makes safe? Jeff's point less crazy. What's that? That it's ramping up, that it's not something that's passing, that they're feeding it slowly and letting it stoke and become something. It's not the craziest uh, theory. So wait, you think, Jeff, you think it's man-made and they're infected? It is people? man-made. Well, I thought they got it from eating exotic meat. I know my point is that there's too much coverage. There's too much coverage. If you, if you're not watching television, if you're not if you're not going out of your way to read these fucking things, like is it a big deal? Is it? It's I don't I don't believe that it is. Like the flu kills a bunch of people, uh, cancer kills a bunch of people, people Obesity kill a bunch of people. Kills a bunch like, of people. Like what the fuck are we talking about? And and for the CDC, I, I yeah you need we should listen to them. We should listen to to experts and 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 scientists. Of course, I'm not a fucking idiot. But like, if I told you, hey Kevin, every can, I think it'd be wise that every time you park your car and go into uh, the store, I think you should take your keys with you. I don't think you should leave your car running. Like, is that valuable information? Like, hey, um, to get to stop the the spread of coronavirus, I think you should wash your hands and avoid people coughing and who are sick. Thanks, CDC. Do we pay you for that? Like how the fuck? What do you assholes do for like for work? Like how do you make money? Like what kind of fucking information is that to pass along? Like they did a public announcement with that, saying, "Hey, wash your hands." Thanks, thanks. So you're gonna shut? Like we're shutting down people's way of life. We're shutting down uh, work. We're shutting down uh, um, sporting events. Things that people are having fun at. My ex. Was supposed to uh, was supposed to uh, look. What I'm saying is, it's it's very inconvenient for me. So uh, it's all fake. I don't know. I, I think um, I think there's too much coverage on it. That's my official opinion. Well, and I'm about to lose this bet. Shocking. Yeah. Don't you ever get sick of being wrong, Jeff? No. <laughs> I mean, from a scale of zero to ten, how worked up are you about it? They, you know, it's funny. They asked the same exact thing on the show today, and I said a six because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not ready to cancel my plans. I'm not about to alter anything about my life other than washing my hands more. Like I'm not some fucking disgusting ghoul. I wash my hands, but after touching shit like public doorknobs, and you know, we live in a fucking very populated city there's a lot of gross people here there's a lot of mentally unstable people here there's a lot of homeless people here spraying their fucking shit and piss all over the place so yeah i'll be a little bit more adamant about washing my hands the fact that this is getting worse still i feel like we've been talking about fucking coronavirus forever the fact that it's still getting worse is a little worrying the fact that like hospital documents are leaking out and they're expecting like 90 million people to get it in America and a half a million deaths. Yeah, I'm, I've got plans, you know, for a family trip this summer. 
And ninety million people is a lot. I don't want my my grandparents to be at risk. You know, they're in their fucking early to mid eighties, and they got to fly to Florida. I don't want my grandparents to die. You're you don't want your grandma to die, do you? Now they're even saying like sixty and up. My mom's almost sixty. I uh, hmm. I don't know. You took it in a tone that I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. My grandmother's going to die. Uh, yeah, but I do you want her to die right now? I don't. Or do you want her to I live don't, a little I don't, longer? I don't believe that coronavirus needs to be discussed at this at, at at this length. That's what I'm saying. Like, flu kills more people than coronavirus at this point. I don't under. Why aren't they panicking about the flu? I don't get it. Like, it's very simple to me. Like, obesity kills a whole bunch of people, right? So like, why don't people panic about it? Well, because I don't think people give a fuck. You, obesity okay. is something you can control. Okay. Like how about, you, all right, how about just, like, the flu? I mean, you can get a flu shot. There mm-hmm. are precautions you can, you can take. Okay. Uh, but still. Yeah. This is, they, they still don't know a ton about it, and there's no vaccine, there's no cure, and uh, it's got a higher death rate. Isn't that scarier? About the flu, they you have ways that you can prevent the flu or you could treat the flu, and yet it still kills more people. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that make the flu? I would even get it scarier? if it was like just America freaking out. And it's like, oh, you fucking American pussies! But like the entire world is taking extreme precautions, and I don't know. I feel like scientists might know a little bit more about shit than I do. But it doesn't sound like they know a lot more. Right, if 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 their best way of fighting it, and they're gonna whip up all this hysteria, is to wash your hands, then I don't know. I'm comfortable saying that uh, whoever said that doesn't know much more about what about do you this think? Than me. Okay, so let's say you saw the movie Outbreak, right? <laughs> yeah, I did the, see that. Movie. What if the outbreak virus became a real thing? What do you think the CDC guidelines would be? Wash your hands. Avoid. I don't know. Hopefully better Avoid than that. sick or, pe- or, coughing people. Or we should like, not what do you be want? giving them tax money. Like, what do you want? Do you want them to say... It's, and it's not all they do. It's not like the CDC just is like, oh, there's a coronavirus? Uh, tell them to wash their hands. All right, job done for the next six years. I'm saying there are bigger killers in the world that the CDC could address and they don't. And why is that? Why is that? Why is this thing on Front Street? Because they're saying it could hit 90 million people. Okay. I don't think the flu hits that. But right now, it's at 100,000. Yes. So don't you think that's the time to take precaution? Well, when's the time to take precaution on uh, opioids, on flu, on... Uh, I mean, wait, if flu kills more people and they've been, they've, been, they've been addressing it, why is not more talked about in regards to it? So if... People were taking the opioid crisis more seriously. You would take coronavirus more seriously. I don't get the link. What I'm saying is that the reason that you're, I think, so nervous about it, and other people are so nervous about it, is because it's on television all the time, and these politicians are using it to sound off on and and and, and gain political or, or public brownie points. I think all these. Companies, corporations, and now sporting sports leagues that are starting to cancel things worldwide. And, yes, yes. I have no problem saying the institutions and governing bodies around the world are fucking moronic. I have no problem saying that. I don't think that's. I don't think 
that's a crazy thing for i mean that's definitely in my wheelhouse to say something like that but yeah i think the oh. italian government are probably schmucks i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't i guess i don't know and i can't even pretend to know shit about european cultures or governments you just have a hunch uh, yeah, yeah, just like Trump. It's like 45. I have a hunch. I have a hunch that like Zika, Zika, I can't even remember the, the name, Ebola, SARS, bird flu, swine flu, that, you know what, this will blow over. And you didn't have to fucking cancel all these things to to prevent something that was going to blow over the whole time. And honestly, you know, if we can thin this out a little bit, that might be better for all of us. <laughs> right, like no, I like, we could use a good calling. yeah, Kevin. I do love my grandmother. I do. She's awesome, right? But you know, if she's one of the point oh 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 one percent of people that get it and die, well, I guess she had it coming. Look, I don't if, know if it if if it comes should have washed your hands, grandma. If it comes down to me having a grandma or going to sports, yes. pack your fucking bags, grandma. She's fucking like eighty something. Like it's coming soon. And I, 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 I got to brace myself for it, right? Coronavirus turning on CNN and then getting all nervous about it and it ruining my high. Fuck that. I think I, <laughs> but you don't get I nervous about you. it. It's I, I don't, fake. I don't. We're talking about it now. I do not get nervous about it. I, I, then why are you I get, like, I get this. I'm actually disappointed in my friends and people like, like, like you, who I think is just a really smart, intelligent guy who is getting this worked up about this? Like it's fucking. Like, are you that a sucker? Up. I just, I just, you're, no, I just booked a, a trip. Six, a six, a six, as in ten. You get your gun and machete and hit the road. You're at a six. What? You think a six out of ten is grabbing your gun and machete and hitting? No, no. The road? I think a ten is. You said you're a six. As far as like I could see this getting bad, yeah. Ninety million people. You think one-fourth of America is going to get coronavirus. That's what you think. That's not what I, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm going off what the scientists are saying. Okay, they can, they can be wrong. Like, okay, they, or they could be right. They, okay. Do you want to bet the over-under on that? I'm a gambling man. I'll bet that. I'm, I usually lose on Monday. I'll bet that coronavirus right now on a Monday, I bet that it doesn't affect 90 million people. Do you want to take I that bet, bet? I bet you're going to get it. <laughs> I'll, I'll take because you're always touching your face and yes, fucking picking your nose and using your boogies and shit. I, I shit and I don't wash my hands. If <laughs> yeah, I don't get coronavirus, what? guess what? Guess what? Guess who doesn't get? Who get? Guess guess what's a big fucking sham? That's that's coronavirus. I if anyone should get but it, but if you get it, you have to go blow a dude. <laughs> no, uh, no deal. I'm not willing. Oh, to... Oh, now who's not so sure? I'm not willing. Shuddy hung up. Great. Now Shuddy's Uh-oh. pissed. No, I'm here. I'm I'm not even I think you're a pussy. willing to take a point zero 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 one percent chance that I would suck a dick. <laughs> not even, dude. I don't know, man. They're even already saying six. Don't, you don't fucking really pussy. So so I'm gonna treat you like a good friend and like a homie that I have. And like all my other good friends, I would fucking troll you and and, and haze you until I don't know, until you just surrendered the point or or we're like you know what maybe corona yeah just surrender the point coronavirus you know isn't that big of a deal as you're a, being a fucking pussy as a true a friend to you you know what i'm gonna do every night before i go to bed 
I'm going to get down on my knees and I'm going to pray to baby Jesus. And I'm going to say, baby Jesus, please focus all coronavirus coronavirus particles (laughs) and send them straight to Jeff's asshole, please. Whatever. Yeah, as we'll a see good, if that works. As a good Catholic boy, please infect Jeff Clark with the coronavirus. That'll be as big of a waste of time as you watching CNN and having fucking dumbass Rachel Maddow be like, uh, the president isn't doing anything about this thing that's killed uh, 80,000 Chinese. Like, what? That fucking idiot hosted Apprentice. You think he's... What do you think he's got to say about, about coronavirus? And it's not even killing Americans. The, the crazy thing is the media does has done this countless times over the four years. They're going to make the president look fucking halfway intelligent. Because guess what? It is going to blow over. His hunch, this fucking moron, guess what? He's right. He's right. And it's going to make him look smart. <laughs> because he's essentially going to go in there with this bullshit, uh, I don't know, gravitas. Like, right, well, hey, the I- last thing I'll say about it, and we can move on because this is boring and we're spinning our tires. What if the reason all this shit blows over is because people get whipped into a frenzy and they take precautions so it doesn't blow over, which was the intention all along? Make people take precautions so it doesn't spread and fucking kill a fuck ton of people. I would say if you're giving me a binary result, I would have to say that that's a good one. But I think there's something in the middle where they don't have to cancel things. And... And talk about it at length to adequately address it. I feel like maybe people could just do what they're fucking paid to do and figure this shit out. And have to go on TV and be like, oh, wash your hands. Oh, thanks. Thanks, motherfucker. Thanks. No, the sad I don't, part I don't is believe in that. There's a lot of motherfuckers. You included, yeah. shit finger Clark. Yeah. That need to be reminded. Wash your hands, you disgusting ghoul. How often do I get sick? How often do I go to the doctor's? I'm, I feel yeah, well, like how, I'm how many times do you think you've gotten people sick with your fucking poo fingers touching doorknobs? The, literally, that does not make sense. I would get other people sick, but not myself. You don't think somebody would get sick if they eat your shit? I think someone would absolutely get sick if they ate my shit. Would you what, like to eat what, some of my shit? What point are you... <laughs> okay. This is, Put your money where this your happens. mouth is, Jeff. This, this is what happens. Get when ready you, to eat when you get, when you get to the When you get to the logical end point, you just start <laughs> fucking hurling. Literally, you're hurling shit at this point. Not literally. I... I that voicemailer, he got me. Not literally, excuse me. Jeff uses literally wrong all the time. Um, you're metaphorically hurling shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. All right, let's take a uh, pause real quick. In a world much like our own, exactly like our own, in our own world, three broke down on their luck podcasters were running out of money and getting desperate. After going through all the options, one of them struck upon an unusual solution to make money. $40 cash, two-hour session. These men decided to work as gay male prostitutes. I'll probably suck four dicks. I'll suck one and a half dicks. Sucking four dicks. There are so many wieners in that. I I think I'm going to suck two dicks. I'm sucking four and a half dicks. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, it wasn't great like the first one, but I had so much fun and I didn't fall asleep. If only Kevin, Shuddy Boy, and Jeff had heard of Patreon sooner, then they wouldn't have had to suck so much dick. My first thought in my head was, yes, I fucking would suck this dick. Visit patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour and donate today. This, This is gayer than the butt sex. This is weird. All right, we're back. 
But yeah. Uh, I saw some movies. I didn't see any movies. I hey, did. I was going to say we should see The Hunt this weekend. I'm down. But I got one night to spare, and we're doing oh. Seek's thing. Oh, that's Friday night is your only free night? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me guess. You're, the other stuff you're doing is super important, right? It is super important. Like sports? Yes. <laughs> Oh boy. Maybe we can connect on a Saturday. I was thinking maybe we can go to Seek's thing and then maybe go see the movie. Yeah, maybe. All right, let's chat about that, that later. Uh, but I saw Onward, the new Pixar movie. Okay, I'm going to have to go to IMDb for this. I don't know what you're talking about. I know nothing about it other than it has Tom Holland and Chris Pratt in it. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it a while ago, and I was like, eh, that seems underwhelming. And then I haven't really seen a lot of promos for it or anything. And then I saw like it was getting good reviews. And then a couple people I know said they saw it and liked it and recommended it. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll go see it just to have something, just to have a movie to recommend on MSPH or a movie to talk about. And it's like uh, two genies. Yeah, they're elves. They play like elf, elf brothers. And it's. It's some other planet, some other realm. It's like fantasy based, and there used to be wizards and magic and stuff. And then somebody discovered electricity, and then they made cars, and then everybody stopped using magic and forgot about it. And it kind of just turned into our society. Well, I'm going to read the IMDb plot, although you just nailed it. Yeah. You're really good at this, at these. Well, I did see it. Well, I'm saying, like, <laughs> movie reviews. My, I'm a little scattered with. My reviews, my thinking, everything. Well, that's so. bas- that's the basic premise. The actual, like, full flushed out plot of the movie is so fucking weird. Weird in a good way, in a bad way? Uh, just weird in a weird way. Not necessarily <laughs> one way or the other. Okay, it's I hate just, how you answered that. Y- you know how, like, every Disney movie, there has to be a dead parent? So, yeah, like, what's up with that now? I don't know. Or is that forever? Actually? I always just imagine that Walt Disney was, like, a sick, twisted fuck, and he's like, ah... I want children to go in this. Any child that has a dead parent, when they come and see one of my movies, it'll reopen that wound and they'll cry. Yeah, I'm going back and thinking, like, there are a lot of dead parents. Yeah, in almost everything. Uh, Was so, he an orphan or anything? That's a good question. We should look up and see what happened. What traumatized Walt Disney to make him so? Yeah, Shuddy, if you're bored, you want to open up a tab. So the, uh, not, whatever. the premise of this one is it's two brothers... Chris Pratt is the older brother, and he's kind of like a little bit of a Hesher metalhead. Like he's like a big beefy dude, and he wears a, bat- a metal battle vest, and it has a whole bunch of patches on it that are done in like death metal font, which of course I like. And Tom Holland plays the younger elf brother, and he's kind of like a skinny dweeb, and he's awkward socially and stuff. And his dad died right before he was born, so he never knew his dad. And then he gets this magic staff. That's like, hey, if you use this crystal and say this chant, it'll bring me back from the dead for one day. So he's like obsessed with meeting his de- his dad, and he says the spell, and all it does is revive the bottom half of him. Wasn't this like Ray Kurzweil's main motivation? Pretty much, yeah. All right. To beat death. I was. Not just come back for one day, but to just beat death in- entirely. I wonder if that was like part of the inspiration. I don't know, but he they try to bring the dad back, and all they do is bring back his his legs. 
So from like the dick down, his dad comes back, but he has no top half. So they go on like a quest to find another one of those gems so they could bring back the other half. And they're racing time because they started the spell and since it only works for 24 hours, like time is running out for where if they even do get the crystal, they'll be able to like spend any time with them. So, so it's, it's just weird. It's so bizarre and a little morbid. Like, yeah. oh, I want to meet my dead dad. Oh, fuck, I only brought his dick back. His <laughs> yeah. dick and his ass. I would say morbid's the right word. <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, it was good. I like you know? how I know that wasn't their point, but that's what you got from it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Pixar, you know? They, they, yeah, they make good. cool shit. They, they, the, the graphics are super awesome. It's really impressive how, how cool they've, they've made all that, shook, that shit look by now. You know, it wasn't the greatest Pixar movie, but it was it was enjoyable. It was worth a watch. Oh, shit. I'll suck like three point five dead dad dicks. There's some good gags in it. Voice voiceover stuff was really good. They had like, uh, I know, like Octavia Spencer was in it. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Wait, hold on. Tracy Ullman. Yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up, too, because I'm I'm forgetting people. Uh. And it had like a lot of D and D references and D and D jokes, which, ever since we all got our D and D cherries popped together at the same time, I have a newfound appreciation for D and D jokes. Uh, I'm Allie about Wong? to join an ongoing D and D campaign. You, you virgins! <laughs> what is that? So like a D and D fantasy league? Well, no, most sure. campaigns aren't like. A two and a half hour thing like we do, like they go on for months, and people will meet like once or a couple times a week, and blow through the campaign. And then when it gets too late, and everybody's like, "All right, I'm going home," you just pause it and pick up where you left off. So just, and one dude just creates these things. Yeah, one person is dubbed the dungeon master, and it's usually not like Alex where he creates a whole campaign himself. You can buy. Like D and D, Dungeons and Dragons is like a company, so you they print out and they make campaigns. Thank God. So you buy these booklets and stuff, and then you just go from the booklet, and then the dungeon master just kind of keeps things on track and is basically like the ref. That shit that Alex does is very impressive. Honestly, I thought that that's what that's how the game just functioned. I didn't know the the company does it. All right, no, me... Alex, Alex, that's even more impressive because he just whips them up himself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Make some Puminati specific. Uh, I guess we basically touched on all the big name people doing voices in it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Do you have any Wolder Valderrama takes? No, because uh, I don't even know. Ali Wong? Who. Oh, Ali Wong him. just had like a small part in it. She had like one scene. Most of these people just have like one scene. I don't. Oh, okay, now I'm remembering who Wilmer Valderrama plays. He ha- yeah, he also has one scene. He just talks to the kid in a fast food place, like, early on in the movie, like in the first ten minutes, and then you never see him again. Uh, what did you see, Shuddy? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh, okay. The An Oscar-winning uh, film? Film? That, yes, an Oscar-winning film. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I I liked. Um, did you have you seen it, Kevin? Yes. 
I thought Yorkie was the best character in the movie. Is he the little fat kid? He sure is. Yeah, that kid was awesome. He's supposedly he the one that they're rebooting Home Alone with. Okay, I'm down with that. I really liked him. Yeah, he uh, was definitely the best part of the movie. Uh, he was great. Um, Scarlett Johansson was good. I don't understand how she could have been so against Nazism but let her child a member of the Hitler Youth. Uh, that was a little... Taika Waititi crushed it as the quirky Hitler. Silly Hitler? Yeah, silly Hitler. Did you have a choice, though, back then? Didn't didn't everyone have to be like part of the Hitler Youth? I mean, like if you were German? I know you just did it as a hobby, Kevin. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of it was fun. It had good jokes, you know. It was, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. You feel it lived uh, up to the hype? I, yeah, I mean, yes, I do. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed by it. Were you? Yeah. What underwhelmed you? I don't know. I thought it was going to be a little funnier. I don't know. When I heard everybody freaking out about it, I was like, oh, I got to see. I really got to see what's up with this. I like Taika Waititi. I think he's uh, an interesting and funny, talented dude. And I don't know. Like, it was a good movie. I just didn't get everybody that was, like, freaking out over it. I was like, all right, calm down a little bit. All right, it was a good that flick. I, but... I agree about. I mean, I thought visually it was, it was pleasing to watch. Sam Rockwell was amazing in it. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I, I liked all of it. All right. How many Hitler dicks are you sucking? None. Uh, <laughs> can't say Jojo rabbit dicks. He's a little boy. Mm, that's probably better than Hitler. still. <laughs> for the only time ever you can say that. <laughs> uh, I'd suck three and a half Nathan dicks. Nathan. Elsa's like dead fiance. Oh, uh, you're just looking for any adult character with a penis? Yep. <laughs> that wasn't a Nazi. It was just like any other dick, huh? So what did you rate it? Three and a half? Three and a half. All right. You don't hate that score, do you? Me? Yeah. No, I think that's that might be what I gave it. Oh. I can't remember. You came out pretty negative. Thank God for... Right there. No, I think just because the way people were like raving about it, I thought it was going to be like a 4.5 dicker. And I was like, oh, I mean, this was good. Don't get me wrong, but... It's no Marriage Story. I actually did like Marriage Story better. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. Thank God for Letterboxd. Yeah. Now I can keep track of all of my ratings. The only thing that sucks is they don't do quarter dicks. I mean, stars. We need to message them. I have to email them or something, because it's... I feel like not a hard programming thing to have the app guys work on. Yeah. And you gotta well, have... I don't know. It just you got to get it to a point where you can have a lot of like the more scores the better in my opinion. Like the more you know, that's why in a snack attack I do a zero to a hundred because yeah, you can really fine tune that. You know, and I would even I might even in- introduce some decimal points. Um, I saw another movie. This is not a new movie, but this was a exercise bike movie. And people hit me up and said they wanted to hear about it. So, 
uh, I watched a very worthy entry for what the fuck did I just watch? A 1991 movie called Samurai Cop. Have you ever heard of this? I think I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Oh my fucking Wait, god! Let me actually look this up because I might have seen it. So it's if you have Amazon Prime, it's it's like streaming. It's included, so you can just stream it for free. And uh, what that is the steal of the century. What it do you mean? is like it's so entertaining. Time? I mean, it's oh. it's one of those things where I don't know if you would get it, Jeff, because you don't see the merit in watching like movies that are so bad they're good. Yeah, I'm boring, huh? You are kind of a penis, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you fucking pussy. This was like if The Room was an action movie. It's every aspect of it is just such a whiff. Like the even the guy who plays the samurai cop, he looks like a retarded Sylvester Stallone. He Nobody does. in this movie has had an acting class, no fucking way, shape, or form. There's tons of titties in it. Like They want the money ball aspect? Upper echelon, top tier titties, like multiple sex scenes, but they're not even like sex scenes. They're just elong, like extended nude makeout scenes. So Samurai Cop is just like in bed with this like super hot naked chick, and they're just making out with like Skinamax music and Skinamax pans and stuff. Dude, there's the scene where the bad guy of the movie he gets a sex scene with his chick for some reason. It's just like any excuse to show more tits, and they go for it. So the bad guy gets a sex scene. And, you know, this was filmed in 91. So, you know, picture quality wasn't all that great. No, I, the, the stills Pictures that I saw. Pictures were grainy. Yeah, the stills that I see. Like, look, look at this on the IMDb app. It's yeah. a crappy photo. The, 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 the copy that you can watch on Amazon Prime is like a new recent scan of the originals. I had I had a video of that on my Instagram story. I was like putting little clips of it up on my Instagram story. It was so good. But the girls in there, I mean, that's wait, interesting. Who are you, what who are you showing? You said the, what girl? The, the, that was a dude. No, but then it just went to like this guy on top of a girl, and I was just uh, thought back like, oh wait, the sex scenes, and you said top top yeah. notch boobies. So. Really, really nice boobies. I gotta give him props. But this sex scene with the bad guy, like they weren't ex- I don't think they were expecting such a high resolution version of this film to ever exist. They found the original like 35 millimeter f- cut of this and scanned it and enhanced it digitally or whatever the fuck they do. So it looks the picture quality is is awesome. Nice. And the sex scene with the bad guy, the chick just it starts with her just taking her robe off and she's head to toe nude. And then she gets on top of him. But while she's getting on top of him, you can see her vagina, like full-blown vagina, just chilling because of the way her leg is positioned. It's like a porno shot. Nice. <laughs> and it's <laughs> only rated R? Yeah. Because I think if Samurai you, if you saw that in the, in the theater, you would just see like ass crack. But Wait. now that it's in like ultra high def, you see pussy. You can watch on Prime. Nice. That's what I just said. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I just Man, you're so getting the coronavirus. I just I just read it, so that's I don't know. I just sorry, I read it out it loud. Didn't, it didn't register when I said it. <sighs> he wasn't listening, that. is what it boils down that. to, Kevin. So there's the the I feel like the entire movie. You know how like sometimes they they call it ADR, like after they shoot a movie, sometimes they'll call 
the actors back into like a voice booth and just have them like recut a couple of lines like, yeah. oh, this sounded bad or there was a weird noise or something. Or they maybe they change that line and it's the person who's talking in that scene. You only see the back of their head so they can change the words. They redid this entire movie ADR. That is something that I have definitely encountered in a lot of the what the fuck did I just watch movies that um, I can't even remember the name of the fucking one that it was. Um, the entire movie was absolutely 80 yard and it was off putting. It doesn't even match what they're saying sometimes. Like the actor in the scene is clearly saying something different than what the voiceover actor is saying. There's a scene where a bad guy is like running through a parking lot or something and he bumps into a couple people like extras and they got the same guy to do the ADR for every one of them and it's somebody with a Japanese accent. What so the fuck? he blows through like some guy and he's like, oh, you hurt me. And then it goes, he like punches some black guy. He's like, oh, am I your leg? <laughs> it's just what the fuck. Every part of this movie was fucking ridiculous. I it's feel called, like you're going to suck all the samurai cop dicks. It's called samurai cop. There's one scene at the end where he's like wielding a sword. That's the only time he acts like a samurai in the entire movie. The rest of the time, I he's think just this punching is going to be a Kevin people. Craft classic. I mean, I'll skip ahead to cut the suspense. It's I'll, I'll suck four samurai cop dicks. Oh my god! But it's oh, it's incredible. I was laughing uncontrollably the entire time. I actually got, I stayed on my exercise bike the longest I've ever stayed on it, just because I couldn't, I couldn't pause the movie. I couldn't bring myself to stop it. You were just on the edge of your seat, pedaling away. I was about to fall off the fucking bike. I was laughing so hard. Um, I can't stop thinking about this ADR. What does that stand for? I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, it's just a term I've to heard. Make sure I've been using the term correctly. Hold on, I should know this. I've known. I, I used to know this. Okay, but I don't anymore. Alternative dispute resolution. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh no, nope. Yeah, that's, that's not the term. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's not. That's not what I knew or that, thought it was. That's a legal term. Yeah. Uh, Why is that the first result? God I don't damn it! Know. I almost oh. read that too, but I read it to myself first. Entertainment. Like, Here we go. That's not right. All right. Auto this makes dialogue replacement. Yeah, that sounds much yeah. much better. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, Analog disbursement <laughs> service. Alternative dispute resolution. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, why would that? ADR, why would that ADR. be the case? I was thinking ADS for a second. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, if you have Amazon Prime. Prime, it's 90 minutes. You will piss yourself for all 90 minutes. The Samurai Cop's partner is this, like, this cool black dude, and he makes some comment like, oh, the captain's going to char your ass. He's going to charcoal your ass. He's like, my ass is already black. And, he just, <laughs> and Samurai Cop just goes like, word, and then they high-five. Nice. <laughs> He's constantly making references to his big dick. For some reason, even though... Samurai Cop looks like a retarded Sylvester Stallone. Every single chick he encounters just throws themselves at him. Well, yeah, that makes sense. He's a Samurai Cop. He's Man. they like go they put a bad guy in the hospital, and when they're in the hospital, the fucking nurse tries to fuck him. She's straight up just like, "Oh, why don't you just come and fuck me?" And he's like, "Maybe I will." And then <laughs> she she grabs his dick, and then she's like, "Are you circumcised?" And he goes. Yeah. And she goes, hmm, I think the doctor might have cut too much off. 
Oh, it's, it's what a so damn. weird. It's so fucking random. Like she's trying to fuck him while she's making small dick jokes. Damn, that's how much swagger he's got, though. Yeah, like I don't care if your dick is small. I'm taking you down, <laughs> samurai cop. <laughs> and then I found out 25 years after the fact, they made a sequel. And you know how I said it's like, like the whole time I was watching, I was like, this is the room if it were an action movie. They, of course, they get fucking Tommy Wiseau is in the sequel. What? How does that happen? I, 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 I have no idea what movies he's ever been in. Right? Tommy it's Wiseau? The, it's just The Room, right? I Pretty thought. Much, and I guess Samurai Cop 2? Pretty much only movies that he's made. Yeah. Okay. And then, Which I've never seen. Because Samurai Cop, I'm pretty sure when they initially made it, they were trying to make like a legit action movie. What was that? That's called a text message, Jeff. That was cool. Your little ringtone. Woo! Sorry. I just derailed uh, the show with your text message. My bad. Uh but so I'm kind of nervous to watch the sequel cuz it's I feel like they're going to be they're going to try to catch lightning in a bottle and be like, "Oh, everybody liked it cuz it was stupid and crappy. So let's try and make it stupid and crappy." It's like, "No, it only worked cuz you were trying to make like a kick-ass movie and you fucking whiffed so hard on every aspect." That it's just nonstop hilarity. Yeah. It's, it's like a little kid when you laugh at something like a little kid does, and then they try to like, oh, well, I'm just going to do that a bunch. It's like, nah, you little fuck. It was only <laughs> funny that one time when you did it uh, naturally. Yeah, yeah, when you were being stupid. Yeah, go and take I, a fucking comedy class, you little idiot. And now you're trying to be clever, and it's annoying. It's not <laughs> clever. It's dumb. <laughs> annoying. But yeah, man, Samurai Cop. What a fucking beast of a film. I'm telling you, Shuddy, you, you and Dom... Should end your hiatus early, and and bring things back with Samurai Cop. You will not we're, fall asleep. You will laugh your ass off through the whole thing. We're recording on Thursday. Oh, I already texted Dominic. The hiatus, too. Is, the is, hiatus that, is over. I had to ask Dominic if he's the ever seen it, and he was like, "No, but that sounds like a movie I would like." Of course, it does. I also There's take... nothing about what you said in that description that made me think that isn't a movie that has Dom name, Dom's name written all over it. Honestly, this sounds pretty sick. The only wish that I would have to make this movie and like possibly classic is if they use Steven Seagal as a samurai cop. I don't know why he, they didn't look to him. It was 91. He they probably made couldn't that... get him. They, yeah, well... I'm telling you, when you watch this movie... They... The budget went into making one van explode, I think. Yeah. So if you just tell hot chicks with sick tits they're going to be in a movie, you could probably get them cheap because they're probably like in the nineties. They they uh, they were cutting some corners in the budgets. Oh, and that's another thing. I was looking at the IMDb for the Samurai Cop sequel, and every female role is a porn star. <laughs> wow. They really know. So they they really even know try to hide it. Th- this time, the second time around. No, no, no. They were just, let me see. Because I think the guy who plays Samurai Cop has only been in Samurai Cop movies. <laughs> uh, Samurai Cop 2, Deadly Vengeance. I think that's it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How could that not be it? So, uh, Lexi Bell. Uh, what is it? There's a whole bunch of porn chicks in it when I looked at it before. Lexi Bell. 
Uh, I don't recognize any other names. I'm an idiot. I don't. I don't know who oh, Lexi Bell is. That's Rachel a, Rocks. <sighs> Caden Cross. I know that name. They're porn chicks. Rachel Rocks. I feel like I like her. Rachel Rocks. I'm gonna Google this. Oh, I'm gonna subscribe to her OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, Rachel. Ro- Wait, no. I just looked, clicked on her face. She does not look familiar, but she does. She is hot. Look I, like someone whose porn I'd like to watch. I've seen her on Bang Bros before, and she's talented. Wow! And Samurai Cop looks like a mummy. These last twenty-five years have been rough. Holy shit! It's too bad. Samurai Cop deserves better. Mm. No, maybe he doesn't. No. All right. <laughs> well, if you're if you're willing to suck four samurai cop dicks, it sounds like you're not very grateful of the enjoyment that that guy provided. All right, well, let's wrap things up. With <laughs> voicemails, yay! Let's see what you, the Puminati, have to say this week. Let me just find this fucking Google app. Here we I, go. I like when they slam us. It's not usually that personal. But you can tell they're disappointed. That's fun. Can't all be winners. Dookie boy the cocksucker. Oh. Ryan from Utah again. See, this and is... I just wanted to say. What, Jeff? This is what I just asked for. Beautiful. All right, bring Let's it see. on. Let's Brian see. Ryan from Utah. We have great drugs. We do have to go to Nevada for them, but we still got them. No, and no you don't. sitting here smoking my vape pen, listening to this show, heard my voicemail. Heard you trying to talk shit very poorly, by the way. So uh, try again next time. We got some solid pussy out here, by the way. Slaying all the time. Okay, I would like to add the Google Translate, which very rarely gets things right, wrote that sentence as, we got some solid black pussy out here, by the way. It just Uh, added black. (laughs) He didn't say anything about black pussy. (laughs) I think they don't, right? Isn't Utah like the whitest state in the Union? Certainly one of them. You know how much I I like diversity. I mean, I still slay it. And, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself, Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. Kevin, you are awesome. Shuddy, you're pretty cool, too. Thanks. I didn't brush up on my Utah jokes, so my shit talk isn't going to get any better this episode. So I'll have to read more on Utah than try to come back if there's a third voicemail from Brian. Um... You don't have good drugs if you go to Nevada. That is that is the definition of not having good drugs if you go that to a different Nevada state. Nevada has good drugs. Yes, that's what that would mean. Um that's like saying yeah, we can we can gamble in Utah or we gamble in Utah. Okay? We go to Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And slaying pussy like that's misleading if you're married. You don't slang pussy. You have sex with your wife. So, Brian, you had a whole week to think about that, and you came weak. So how do you feel, pussy? You should give yourself a wedgie. Leave Dookie Boy the Cocksucker that name out of your mouth. You don't deserve to say that. Just kidding. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. It's Joel from Milwaukee. So I was listening to the show, uh, and Kevin was having his episode with his Acid reflux. Uh, Kevin, I uh, am with you. I have the same exact shit going on. Oh. I have for a long time. I get you. 
And Shuddy at one point said, hey, yeah, milk or uh, ice cream, dairy, that would be great for it. No! No! Does the opposite. That's really bad for it. He's trying to kill you. So do not do that. That's bad. Bad. He's trying to help you. He's trying to help you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why is it bad, though? I don't know. I do it, and it helps. With your acid so reflux? I... Yes, I don't know. Oh. I mean, that, is that just as simple as ice cream makes every situation better? <laughs> you know what I mean? It might. Or you're saying milk too. So, eh. I don't know. I, I, I go with Shuddy on this one. He beat me in Trivial Pursuit that one time. He's, he's generally decently smart. Uh, I don't. I, I miss this guy's name, the voicemailer, but Joel. Joel, excuse me. I Joel From Milwaukee. Didn't, Joel from Milwaukee didn't come with any like science or facts. He just said it's bad to drink the milk. It's like, well, if Shuddy has experience, I guess he knows what he's talking about. I trust Shuddy. A uh, quick Thanks, email. Jeff. This is Shuddy from Chris. He says, hey, guys, I've emailed the show only once before, and I'm not sure if I ever said it officially, but I love the show. I came a little late to the game, and I wanted to share with you how I have been consuming the podcast. I started listening. Rectally. <laughs> That's the most effective way. Yeah, just take it right in the ass. It doesn't last as long, but it's way stronger. You'll get the most episodes as fast as possible if you just take it rectally. What the hell did you just put in your mouth, you weirdo? Jolly Rancher. Yeah, the perfect treat for a podcast. I just want a nice flavor in my mouth. Why don't you eat my turds? Uh, I started listening sometime in October of 2018, and I decided to give it the memento treatment, listening in reverse order back to the beginning of that year. It was a very interesting way to hear the show. Once I got to the beginning of 2018, I signed up for Patreon and listened to all those episodes in chronological order, effectively treating them like the black and white scenes in memento. Since that time, I've been listening to all current episodes as well as going through the back catalog, and I'm almost caught up. Episode 304 presently. Oh my goodness. I have been familiar with Kevin from The Yellow Show for years and have come to love this podcast. And all three of you, as it has evolved, MSPH has become my favorite podcast to listen to by far. I'll end this here Whoa. for the time being so you can keep the show moving. I'll try to email or voicemail again soon. Thanks, Chris. Uh, P.S. Kevin, thank you for letting me read your John Cooper script. It was fucking hilarious. I wish you the best of luck with that. I would totally watch that movie. What an email. Thanks, yeah, Chris. We needed that before going back to the voicemails who were going to tell us we suck dicks in hell. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, if you can fill us in with any takeaways you have from going memento style in the MSPH catalog, that'd be great, other than we're awesome. I appreciate the compliment, but I would like to hear like how we've changed or developed or devolved, however it went, mutated. Uh, so definitely reply back or email call back in with your takes on that sort of thing. I, I have an idea actually in regards to the memento style. If you're listening and this is like your third or fourth time listening to this podcast or whatever, you're new. I don't know. I, I don't know how new you need to be to do this and you want to go back and re-listen. How about you randomly go back and listen to every episode? So like you just, I don't, I don't know how you can randomize it, but instead of listening in any order, you just listen like to every episode once in a, I don't know, just whatever, just a random order. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know, it's just an idea. 
<laughs> Hopefully we have enough listeners to where even... one is like, you know what? That's how I'll go back and listen to the podcast. I didn't even understand what your idea was. Instead His of listening... idea was to listen to all the back catalog for a new listener who's new to the podcast, only a couple episodes in, jumped on a few episodes ago or whatever, to listen to the back catalog in a random order. How was that? But listen to every back episode. I didn't think I was that confusing. You said you it in weren't. the most convoluted word salad way possible. Hey, did you guys know Samurai Cop is on Amazon Prime? And go back and they're on 2-4. Doth you're you listen, know, you're a fucking moron. One, no, Shuddy uh, got it. And, I said, uh, oh, instead of like the moment, instead of memento style, you go back and listen to the catalog randomly. Like you just, I don't know, randomly pick an episode. How, that makes God. Just give yourself <laughs> a wedgie, so I don't have to fucking do it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Give yourself a wedgie. Do we have I don't more voice mails? I'd rather listen to. Someone calling me Dookie Boy the Cocksucker, then you're dumbass anymore. Put on a voicemail Man, for I hope God's this sakes. Fucking next voicemail gives you corona. What up, Illuminati? It's uh, Daddy Dirty Dick, aka Triple D, calling in to voice my opinion on uh He's gonna be on my ball side. Licking. As <laughs> far as that goes, I'm pretty sure that uh why not just have sex? Like it's so much extra effort for the girl to go down there. After I've been going all day, like, yeah, lick my sweaty dick and balls. And plus, they probably just want to have sex for longer anyways. You know, so I'm not sure that we should waste any of my stamina with uh, with mouth foreplay that doesn't get that off. Um, yeah, but ultimately, that's the goal. You know, as you, you get them off, and then it doesn't matter what you want. You can have them peg you afterwards. They won't even give a fuck. They'll just be like, at least he made me come. I don't know about that pegging part, but yeah. I'm going to have to boost that in post. That was a little quiet. Dirty dirty daddy dick. Didn't you meet him and his lady? Isn't she just a missile? (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. Okay, so this guy has a resume and a track record of success that it's apparently that it's hard for me to come back on, but like, I don't understand why all of it can't happen. Like, I guess if you're doing one or if like you have a one evening, you definitely want to lock down the sex part of it and making her come. Yeah, I get all that. But like, if it's a relationship, a sexual relationship, you're not down for some, your balls to be licked. Like you think, I, I just maybe I don't know. I guess he's, however his thinking, uh, happens plays out he ends up with hot <laughs> chicks or a hot chick yeah he's clearly doing something right right yeah exactly that's the easiest way to put that thanks uh but no i disagree i think i don't maybe the, he's putting it in a way where i gotta sound like an asshole like so i don't care about the woman being bored like i don't know like it's boring for her to lick my nuts i don't look at it like that hmm you look at it like she's there to do a job and she better do it I look at it as like it's a privilege. Like, hey, you just won a lottery. You get to lick the dragon's nuts. I'm so jealous. I wish I could be licking my nuts right now. Yeah. If I could do it personally, I would. But I You need, wouldn't be here. I, I've gifted you that responsibility. <laughs> Congratulations. You get to lick the film for my sack. Yeah. I, I understand why <sighs> Dirty Daddy Dick wouldn't want anyone to lick his balls. Yeah, Jolly Rancher looks delicious. Let's bang out one more. God damn it, Jeff. Kevin, 
I'm sure I'm not the only one that's going to be uh, calling in about your heartburn, but uh, yeah, all the stuff, all the foods you listed, like orange juice and spaghetti, all that stuff is really acidic. Um, so that's a starting point. Uh, I don't know what kind of coffee you're drinking, but uh, cold brew has less. Uh, I'll tell you what coffee I'm drinking. Caveman coffee. And it's fucking epic. I should be crashing in my room right now. Yet I'm here blazing. That's awesome. We do, like in basketball or football games, they do like these 15-second commercials like on the side of the screen. It doesn't even take you away from the telecast. And it's a really nice invention that or uh i don't know thing that they've done now for football and what you just did was awesome you just gave like a little plug did a commercial and we're they're not even on. they're not even a sponsor of ours it's just not yet it's it's that good it's the only reason i'm able to with how much my workload at work has increased it's the only way i'm able to do what is essentially a monday second job well i'm just gonna cut the improv ad read you just did and message them or email them with it and invoice them so <laughs> we are gonna get paid congratulations that will be one thousand dollars yes and we are gonna lock you in for 40 orders of the puminati extreme elite tier <laughs> yeah oh what do you think about making a puminati flavored uh caveman coffee <laughs> it tastes like poop <laughs> acid in it and will be easier on your stomach um cold brew is different than iced coffee by the way look that up um, other thing is, uh, I'm on uh, a pill called pantoprozol. You could uh, ask your doctor about that just every day, and it lowers the amount of acid in your stomach so you don't get the the bullshit, you know, coming up. But, uh, yeah, check it out, man. Uh, keep, uh, keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, dude. Thank I actually – I was – because I've gone to a couple doctors about it, and, you know, they always fucking kick the can down the road. It's like Jeff's argument about the CDC. They're like, oh – uh, you got heartburn and acid reflux to take, take, go to CVS and get heartburn pills. It's like, I want to address the fucking root of the problem. I don't want to keep taking pills. I want to fix this. Yeah. Drink water and eat lettuce and you won't get a heartburn. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, I know that. Like I, they just had that thing out. They took like Zantac off the shelves cause it had like a cancer causing agent in it. I was fucking taking Zantac all the time. And then they, they make the, I think the, the. Joey Pants, whatever the Pantaleone's medicine he was talking about. Like, there's over-the-counter stuff you can get that they tell you to take, like, a pill every day for two weeks and then stop. And that kind of, like, builds you up a resistance for a while. But you're not supposed to be on that stuff long-term because it's, like, supposedly damaging. So, I don't know. I know having heartburn and acid reflux is bad, like having it irritate your throat and esophagus can cause polyps and throat cancer and shit. And then the fucking pills to keep it at bay can also cause cancer and a whole bunch of horrible organ shit. Basically what I'm saying is I'm looking for uh, a way out of this that doesn't uh, involve me getting throat cancer and shit. Sounds like uh, you're in a no-win situation. Any path you take... I might as well just eat those pills. Any path you take is going to lead to death. Yep. All right, let's do one more email before we get out of here. Wicked Podcast Boys was just out walking the dog, smoking a joint, and listening to an old episode, number 341, Pervert Island. After, that was, if I, the title, I'm pretty sure that was when we discussed taking all of the Me too celebrities and throwing them on an island so they could all just pervert out on each other and nobody will get bummed. 
What a great idea. Yeah, right? Um, after Jeff's epic rant about that dumb twat trying to me too Aziz Ansari, very mean, Shuddy Boy mentioned maybe doing an advice portion in the Patreon. I'm a proud Puminati Ultra Elite or whatever the fuck you call it and think it would be hilarious. I understand Shuddy is a new homeowner, so maybe he can answer some home improvement questions or cooking questions, pop quiz, hot shot kind of stuff. Anyways, keep up the great work. You're killing it. Can't wait for new episodes every week. Shuddy, if you're having a housewarming party, it's a good idea to smoke pot before everyone shows up to settle the nerves. Or you should wait till the party is going first. I don't know what that means, but uh, it's my house. I can smoke marijuana where the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. Yeah, he's a big boy. Thank you, Jeff from Alberta. Uh, that actually would That's... be kind of funny if Shuddy Boy did like a Tim the Toolman Taylor show. He's like Shuddy Vila. Today I'm going to tell you how to cut uh, crown molding with an angle saw. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. If and he... then he chops his hand off. Yeah. If you can get Dom to be like your, uh, who's the guy with the beard and home, home improvement? Al. Al, yeah. Al Borland. Yeah, if you can get him to join you, that would be a nice little uh, Puminati Elite Extreme production. Uh, I don't mind his idea for me, but I don't know. The only life advice that I'm somewhat equipped to give you would probably be like the over-under and Pacers Celtics tomorrow or something like that. I don't know if I'm the guy to be going to for relationship advice. Although the point is entertainment. Maybe I can give you an entertaining take, but I don't know if we're going to have like a big enough audience to do it, like I need to get like uh, I feel like I need to hammer out like five questions at once, and I don't know. Yeah, and it's Hit it's me up tough because we we have a decent amount of Patreon subscribers, and I think half of the people who subscribe to Patreon also subscribe to like the Ultra tier. So we have a pretty good success rate at, at getting people to check out all the content and stick with us. Which, by the way, thank you everybody who who does. Absolutely, um, I think so, a lot of them, from what I'd gather, most people in the Slack channel seem to be behind on Patreon episodes. Like they they let them pile up and they bang them out like on like a car, uh, a long commute or something like that. Well, the Patreon episodes are getting fucking long. They're as long as our main episodes used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> content, content, content. Yep. Got to keep cranking them out. Got to keep people happy. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour, I, I I mean, we keep posting stuff every week, but the, the free post of Jeff's Dungeons & Dragons notes got a very, very positive response. Yeah, people, people like my, my scribble. I fucking love it. People were like zooming in on it and taking screenshots of little sentences and stuff. Like it's it's adorable, right? It's two pages of just Unabomber manifesto style scribblings, and it's really just a, a quick peek into the mind of Jeff Clark. My thought process on this was it would help me, and it helps me with my sports betting. It would help me stay locked in and focus on what was going on if I were just writing down something. It didn't have obviously. You saw what I was writing down. It wasn't coherent. Like it was just like I love that you wrote down what a griffin was. That was uh... yeah. It's an (laughs) eagle and a and a lion, right? Yep. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Thank you. (laughs) 
That's why I write shit down. Uh, it's important. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anyone to... I mean, I, I couldn't believe he pulled that out of left field like that. I like, just knew what a griffin was. I was stunned. Still am kind of. No shit. A lion and an eagle. Hmm, okay, I'll write that down. It's fucking... I would have called that illegal, but <laughs> okay. Yeah. Griffin, okay. Hmm. <laughs> I was fucking kind of speechless. Like, uh, Well, some guy named Griffin make that up and just name it after himself? What the fuck? I mean, uh, that and necromancers. It's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, you got fucking poop monsters? Like, I had to write it down to believe it. Like, wait, <laughs> necromancer, N-E-C-R-O-M-A-N. M A N C E R Necromancer. Yeah. Okay. And you all just went with it. Like you guys knew it. Like you fucking nerds. <laughs> oh yeah, the necromancer. Oh. I don't know. It's kind of one of those things that you just pick up in like life. A, yeah, like maybe it's Aurora like a, Borealis, the Northern Lights, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like it's like a I know you don't know what a punter is, right? You don't know what a punter does, do you? Yeah, maybe don't that's... they kick the football? Alright. Well I mean I know what a punt is. I'm trying to think of like a. I also know what a bunt is. I'm trying to think of like um, uh, a sports position that you wouldn't know. That's kind of count like a utility infielder. Do you know what that is? No. All right. Cool. That's like your necromancer. A utility infielder is he the guy who like fixes the electrical outlets on the <laughs> baseball field? Yeah. Uh, well, you knew it was baseball. <laughs> did I did I tell you that initially, or did you just assume that it was baseball? I mean, well, I've you heard said infielder. That's a yeah, pretty. I've heard that term. Okay, and you know it's baseball, so you I don't know what a shortstop is. Awesome. He's in between two of the bases. See, that, that is tough. Like first base, everyone knows what that is. Like second baseman, you know what a second base guy yeah, who guards mi- second what about base. A middle That's honking a titty. Yeah. Wait, what is it, Shuddy? A middle reliever. That is. God, this is beautiful. What could he say? A guy who will, if you hit a home run and you're tired while you're running, you can tap him in and he'll relieve you and run the rest of the way. You were on your way to being right. I was like, wait, is this motherfucker going to get this? <laughs> and then it just went to so random. And... <laughs> so it does start with hitting a home run? No. Well, no. I thought I thought you were going to say, like, the hitter hits a home run. The pitch. I thought you were going to go on the route, like, oh, well, the pitcher sucks. So they're like, all right, we got to get a new pitcher, and they bring him in. They call him uh, a reliever. Like I oh, thought, so it is I thought you're relieving like... somebody else if they suck. Yeah, yeah. So a middle reliever is somebody who or comes tired. in at the midpoint of the game and can pitch, you know, a couple of innings, and then they'll bring in the closer. Yeah. So I, I was in the ballpark, right? Baseball reference, nice. dude. You're on point. Like I was, <laughs> little, I was like, I'm like, wait a second, guy hits a home run. All right, Kevin. All right, and so then he's, he's tired as he rounds the bit. Like, okay, all right, here we go. This is getting in the <laughs> gay-ass Kevin territory. Right, this guy's yeah. a fucking idiot again. <laughs> Thought he was going to be smart. Uh, no, yeah. but uh, utility infielder is just like a backup shortstop or second baseman. He can do either one, you know, utility. So that's what point that I was making is that I feel like that was like what a necromancer or a griffin was. Like you guys just knew that shit off the top, and I was, I was blown away. I'm happy that everyone likes my, my, my notes and doodles. Oh yeah, um, people are loving it. So check it out. Even if you're not a subscriber, you can still go and you're gonna because I, I think it only lets you pin it for subscribers. So only people that subscribe to the Patreon will see that post pinned. So you know we post quite a bit of shit every week. So you might have to scroll down a little bit, but trust me, it's there and it is worth it. Yeah. So check that out. And hey, while you're there, might as well subscribe, right? I mean, fuck it. 
Def- definitely subscribe, rate, and review this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important. Thank you to everybody who's been doing that. We've gotten a lot of new reviews on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever the fuck it is now. But uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe and hook us up with a review. And um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Rar Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Um, also, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay, you can call 201-47... Uh-oh. It happened again. I forgot it. Do you remember it, Shuddy? Nope, but I have it saved in my phone. I think it's 201-472. Wow. How did I fucking brain fart it? That's crazy. Okay, you're 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 right there. The you have the first uh six numbers correct. What do you think the last four? 201-472-0139. You got it, buddy. Yeah. Fucking genius. Uh, but if, if you're if you're gun shy, you can just shoot an email to Mad Scientist at riotcast.com. Uh, you got anything you need to promote, Shuddy? No. All right, friends. Well, thank you for listening. But until next time, something. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Pwamp, pwamp, pwamp. Man. Honestly, if I, just, if I win tonight, I'm, I'm, I'm going streaking. I, I almost quit my job the other day. All right, don't get fucking crazy here. <laughs> I do have, the dude, I do have like three of them. I, when, um... Man, when online poker became a thing, I was doing construction, and I started playing a lot of online poker, and I was just crushing, like, fucking people up left and right. I was nasty. And I went into work one day, and I was like, man, I tell you what, if this keeps up, I really could just quit my job and play poker full-time. Right after I said that, I don't think I ever won another hand again. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Gambling has a way of humbling you. And I'm sure I'm going to be humbled, but my hot streak is just unreal. If it's if it's MSPH proof, I mean, that's that's a true hot streak. Yeah. Sup bitches. Oh. Wow. Oh boy. Shuddy's got some fire under his ass. Look out. I'm I, I'm not in a bad mood or anything. I apologize for coming in so hot. No, I was saying I meant fire in a good way. Oh, okay. Like Shuddy's yeah, on Yeah, no, fire. I'm in. He's got that new house energy. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Big homeowner uh, dick energy. Okay. I, I, it, it I, I thought you said homos or something. Big homo. <laughs> yeah, big homo energy. Are you taking advantage <laughs> of that coronavirus shit? I know you just, like, signed on your house, but, like, I hear everybody's, like, refinancing or reworking their mortgages and getting, like, the lowest rates in years. I have... Already had an absurdly low interest rate. No shit. Man. Wish I wish I actually had money. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't get a really low interest rate because I had great credit or anything. I got it because uh, the house and taxes... Are haunted. No. 
uh, at the normal interest rate were too high of a debt to income ratio. So I had to buy down the interest rate half a point. You know what? I've just realized I'm That's too. That's what I do with the Charlotte Hornets tonight. I'm too stupid to own a house. I'm just. <laughs> I'm an apartment. I'm going to die in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. I'm too stupid for houses. Well, they just moved my grandmother into a into a nursing home. Yeah, and my she, grandpa got moved into one recently too. She was in the same apartment for like twenty years. They didn't raise her fucking rent once. By the time she moved out, it was five hundred dollars a month for a two bedroom. She was she was rent controlled. I guess that's beyond rent control. Yeah. I move into places in L.A. that claim they're rent control, and then my f- mother fucking rent goes up every year. It's like. I don't think you know what that word means. Or maybe I don't. Either way, why is my rent going up? Yeah, either way. Because it's, it's probably in your lease that it goes up a certain increment every year. It's like, motherfucker, my paycheck doesn't go up an increment every year. Why don't you show a little mercy? Man, it's already a fucking... Are you talking about landlords payment. or Los Angeles? La- lo- Los Angeles. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Because if there's a uh, one consistent thing about Los Angeles, this is just from what I've noticed. I, I think you've seen the same stuff, but... Uh, prices go up. Dude, the the place I lived in in Jersey, I was so fucking spoiled. It was like 700 bucks a month was my share. And it was an addition built on. So like they put the, the basement unit in after the fact and they couldn't like split the cable and like, um, utilities and shit. So our landlords who lived on the first floor who were, you know, the ones who our shit was run off from, they were just like, ah, we'll cover it. So free cable and like free utilities. It was, no shit. And my rent never went up the whole time I lived there. It was fucking crazy. Well, wow. and now I'm here in LA and just like circus seal sucking dicks with my ass. Yeah. My rent in Bethlehem for a three bedroom townhouse was nine twenty five a month. My um- what? Nine twenty-five. What dollars? Nine hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yes. You got three bedrooms. Do you live in nineteen forty? Nope. That's fucking. Sick. And I'm also confident saying that my mortgage is probably less than either of you are. Nope. Jesus, I could get a fucking. I, I could live on couches. Your... <laughs> That's true. The, the 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 rent for where you're staying. Man, for uh, what I'm paying in rent, I could have a, a Bethlehem cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah, dude. Straight up have property. You could you could pay off Bethlehem politicians with the kind of... Yeah. Oh, Jeff, you, you want to come and visit? Uh, which house would you like to sleep in? <laughs> uh, the last place that I lived before I moved out here was a spot in Mechanicville, New York. A really shitty small town. And my buddy like just let me move into a house that he was renting... Above a law office, he was renting it from the lawyer, and it legit had six fucking rooms. Like he had his own workout room. We, I told you about this. He had his own like basketball memorabilia room where he had like an NBA arcade yeah. machine. He gave. He hated pot. Like he like would. He, I don't think he's ever smoked pot. He didn't want me to smoke pot like in the house. Like definitely not in the living room. So we had like so many like spare rooms. That he just made me my own like little weed room upstairs, and like I think Jesus. it was like the haunted room actually. Um, the best part about the apartment, which was in a shitty, shitty town, but it was like right above a bunch of places and across the street from like a McDonald's and a sick deli. 
Um, but it was also above the best candy shop I've ever been in. And I knew it was going to tie into food. So yeah. And I, uh, sick food options. And, and again, this town was fucking bullshit. So like all like three, the three good restaurants were like within, like I could throw a rock from my apartment to them. But, um, I was, I was making money playing poker, online poker at the time, actually. So, like, I would, I would routinely, like, win in online poker and then, like, a fucking big five-year-old go and, like, spend a whole bunch of money at the candy shop. <laughs> That's how you knew I, I won at poker that day, is if I had, like, $30 worth of candy just, like, on the couch next to me. Well, Jeff the Clark. baller things that I'm doing is just buying half pounds of Cooper Sharp American cheese, like a G. What, are you just Homer Simpson in it and just, like, sitting in your kitchen eating slices of cheese? No, but I've never, I never uh, was financially stable enough to afford expensive American cheese like that. I used to just eat a brick of Velveeta and call it a day. I'm... What is it? Cooper's? I've never heard of this. Yes, Cooper Sharp. Okay, I'm going to have to Google that. I wonder if that's regional. I said it like you both should know what it is. I assumed... I mean, you both know Land O'Lakes. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, ha- they have that out there, right? Yep. That Indian with the big old titties. Yep. Oh, yeah. I would like that Indian to breastfeed me. Yeah. I used to think about that as a kid. Um, I'd like to suck that lady's titties. I didn't What's know. What's your zip code? Or a you know what? I'm just gonna go nine zero two one zero. Close Safe enough. Bet. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I live in nobody, Brandon Walsh's there's old apartment. No place near Beverly Hills, within fifty miles of Beverly Hills, that you can get Cooper cheese. So, my apologies. So, do you get it sliced at the deli, or do you just buy a brick of it? No, you at Scarface in it. I'm the Scarface of cheese. I didn't know there was like a fancy American cheese. I thought it was just I thought it was just craft. Everyone just gets craft. Yeah, what do you do with that cheese? Make sandwiches. That was an easy one, Kevin. Dumbass question. <laughs> yeah. You really you thought you, I... you you really thought you were gonna get him there, huh? Uh to shingle my house. Wait, I mean oh oh he got me. <laughs> but I mean uh, like do sandwiches? you make grilled cheese sandwiches or is it just cold cuts? <laughs> Uh, I put it on a steak sandwich. Oh my god! Like so steak really is living the high life. Like, do you Nobody. Get... I went to a butcher shop and bought steaks. Oh shit! And you make but you do you make them into sandwiches? And then no, no it was leftover. <laughs> oh, I, I used gotcha. the the already cooked steak. Uh, okay. It was leftovers. It was like a lunch sandwich, a leftover lunch sandwich. Well. That's just exactly what it was. That's just great sour food cream strategy. and cheddar uh, potato chips. The snack Somalia tips his cap to you, Shuddy. Yeah, I'm you know living high on the hog. Yeah, buying homes. It's amazing what happens cheese. when uh, two people combine their life and their bills just completely get cut in half. Yeah, it's pretty dope of you guys to go Dutch like that. <laughs> Well, Shuddy, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for your domestic uh, I will domestic say, portion. though, uh, I'm, I go to bed every night Real uh, horny. with my body sore 
because I'm either working, doing stuff around this house, or still cleaning and getting shit out of the old house. Nice. Well, chores can be like a form of working out. Like if you have to mow the lawn. I definitely I haven't lost any weight, uh, but yeah, well. things are fitting me bigger. So I've definitely been getting a workout. Well, uh, I've also replaced a bunch of light switches, so I know how to do that if anybody needs it. No, I. Yeah, I I'm, did shock myself three times on the first switch I did, though. So I'm like Kevin in the sense that I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be renting for a while. I don't think I'll be switching any light shifts. I'll just be calling the landlord. Yeah, him this do it. this apartment right here doubles as my tomb. Hey, uh, can you get Jorge over here to work on the electrical outlets? <laughs> uh, I do. You Hola, did bring up Jorge, COVID. por favor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a relevant story for the podcast. I just wanted uh, to put it out oh. there so we didn't forget. All right. Well, if we, I'll, I'll, I'll toss it in the rundown. It's, a, it's only relevant if it contains farts or dicks. All right, then it's not relevant. Funny story, I farted on a dick. <laughs> uh, all right, no, we can tell the story, of course. I didn't mean to be like that. We good to go? Uh, or we have to sec. do the mic check, or the sound check. Yeah, let me check the uh, the old sound effects here. Let's smoke some of this pot. Thick and gamey. Thick and gamey erection? Oh. What? What are you talking about, Jeff? Can you not hear these? Hear what? Clear butt goo. Did you not hear that? I didn't hear anything. Uh, Big meaty erection. Oh, you can't hear the buttons? Are you hitting the buttons? Yeah. Yeah, he did. You guys aren't fucking with me. I'm a scientist. He, uh... You're sure? Everything's plugged in. Oh, Shuddy's fucking with us. (laughs) All right, well, yeah. Yes, yes, I am. This son of a bitch. (laughs) You know when he says... What a gamey media erection, right? Yes, I didn't Big just make that erection. up, did I? Big <laughs> no. media erection. You kind of did. Heard you're, it all. You're combining buttons. Oh, Big I'm the gay guy erection. here. Big media erection. Big media Thick erection. And gamey. Thick. Thick and gamey. Clear butt goo. He really has a great broadcasting voice. He does. Just the enunciation on clear butt goo is so. It's like Mr. Rogers is saying it to me. <laughs> Clear butt goo. Yeah, it's like the most... We need o- to have him on again. It's I like agree. The most official sounding butt goo I've ever heard. Yeah. Clear butt goo. And I'm pretty sure that since Dr. Steve said it, it's now officially part of like some medical journal. Yeah, it's, right? it's a medical term now. Isn't that how that works? B- butt goo is actually in <laughs> It's Mary being Webster. taught in all of the, the teaching hospitals around the world as we speak. Big meaty erection. Media erection. <laughs> Hello, Mary Jane. Honestly, Shuddy really had me with that the uh, whole buttons thing. I would have spent like three hours on that. Like, wait, <laughs> all right, hold on, let's unplug stuff. Didn't hear me now. Fuck. What about now? Yeah, he would have. <laughs> I was, I was convinced he couldn't hear anything. He got me. Yeah, you would have had Jeff on a who's on first for <laughs> the next three episodes. We could bank. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been. For the rest of 2020, I've been trying to make sure Shuddy hears the buttons. I don't fucking get it. What's unplugged? <laughs> All right, I'll hold. I'll connect my phone to Skype and I'll hold it up to the microphone. <laughs> All right, we're good to go. 
from Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs>